back in your life again. It's the Dream 3 podcast coming to you live from, you know, Neil's in Ohio and I'm in Indiana. It's just going to be two of us. Yeah. Going to be two of us tonight. Uh, Dylan can't make it. He's got some personal things going on. So wish him the best. He'll be back next week when we talk some NFL because you know he loves NFL. So we'll be back on that soon. But hey, uh, just kind of want to jump in and, and talk about our weekend. Me and Neil went up to the Nationals. Um, for those that didn't know, the National Sports Collectors Convention, it was up in Chicago this weekend. It was absolutely massive, like <laughs> mind-blowing. Like, Neil, yeah. I'll let you start first because you were there basically all weekend. So, you know, it was our first national. Tell me, like, what feeling did it give you, like, when you walked in? Like, I, 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 it still blows me away. I was like, I'm used to, a, you know, a small, like 100, 200 person or 200 table type type atmosphere. So I walk in and I'm like, I get through like the first like 10, 15 booths. And I'm like, oh, this is actually pretty big. And then I realize like there's a whole side like that I didn't even see. The back extends all the way out. And then it, where a lot of the guys that I pay attention to on Instagram, Mm-hmm. You know, the card talk guys, Ryan at Card Collector 2, Slab Stocks, they're, I mean, they were all the way in the back. I mean, there was, there was two, I think there was 2,000 plus tables. It was just massive. I, I don't even think I saw all the tables. It was, it was crazy. And you're right. Like, it was massive beyond unbelief. Like, I was totally, when I walked in, I was kind of like overwhelmed. Like, it's not, it was big and then like I thought it was going to be big and it was it totally exceeded any expectations that I had of, of how big the show is. Like you said, there was 2000 plus vendors there and you you kind of come in with a game plan. But as soon as you start looking or walking around and looking at things, it's like a uh, game plan out the window. Like I was thinking football the whole time and I ended up buying more boxing and wrestling than anything else. Yeah, it's uh, it's something where like you can come into a game or you can come into that show with a game plan and then everything you know and you love and outside of you know concentrating on a single sport just hits you in the face like i saw so many hockey like golf pc things that i was like i really want this i really want that and i was trying to focus on like moving my Tom Brady rookie auto. Yeah. So like I like I was just like sidetracked by just wanting to go get everything. And it was like <laughs> it was, I had I had money ready. I, I, I told myself before the show, like I was like, I'm gonna try to come back with money in my hand. And yeah. that did not happen at all. <laughs> so and that was my biggest thing is like I, I took, you know, a good amount of cash and took my cards with it, maybe do some buying trade and whatever. But I was so like Man, like looking at the stuff, like it's all for the most part. I mean, if, if you wanted to sit there and, and grind some boxes or, or grind at some tables, like you know, you could, but man, it was some some high dollar stuff. Some like don't get me wrong, great, great stuff, like stuff that you're not gonna see anywhere else you saw at the nationals, no. like, but you better have like a pocket full of cash or you know, something ready to go you know, to, to trade out with it. Like you, like your Tom Brady rookie, like you need to be ready to, to make some high dollar trades for some good stuff. 
Yeah, it was at like the first two days. I would say I got there Wednesday, and uh, like I was just trying to. I like I went. And I saw a couple people that I knew. Like caught up with some of my guys that I haven't seen ever, you know, and actually just met people in person. And then, mm-hmm. like I thought I was gonna go to PSA and get stuff done, and then I got sidetracked, and all of a sudden it was like show's over. And then I come in on Thursday and I try to go grind out, you know, whatever I need to get done, mm-hmm. trades, sells, buys. And I'm like, I might have hit only 200 tables and then the show was over. Like, it, yeah. it's a, like it was really for me to go all five days is what I really needed to be able to truly understand the breadth and the depth of how big the national is and really just get everything that I wanted accomplished. Yeah, agree. And you know, I only went up for a day, so I left. I left Indy about uh, about seven thirty, eight o'clock. It's three hour drive up there. You know, I was on the show floor from from ten thirty until the show shut down, and I still, you know, I didn't get a third of the tables. Like, oh, yeah. like you said, like there's so much stuff to do, and it's not just you know, right. it's not just sports cards, like. There's game used jerseys. There's memorabilia. Yep. There's art. There's you know Ric Flair was there. Hulk Hogan was there. Uh, all, Emmett Smith, Ray Lewis, like a bunch of star athletes. Jorge Masvidal, like it was a show. Like the the sense of the word, it wasn't just a car show. It, it was like 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 going back to my first point. It was just so overwhelming. Like yeah, it's like everything that you kind of like when you fall in love with this hobby you know, uh, uh, of sports and like nine times out of 10, you're, you're a sports guy going into it and just see, you know, all the like Babe Ruth autographs, the, the one-on-one LeBron James, that was $30 million. Like, yeah. You see cards that are $30 million and have armed security standing around. It was just like, it blows my mind how cool it is. Yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah. I'm, I'm glad I went all five days. I mean, unfortunately I think you were, you were only there for Saturday, but like the, there was it was just it was massive like i think uh i think i heard on another podcast i was listening to they sold 95,000 tickets for this thing mm-hmm. i i did, i mean it was just and 65% people 65% were first time people yeah yeah so uh, you yeah. mean first time first time going to the nationals i know like like mojo cards i watched him on youtube i i believe this was his first time going to the national also you know, you, like you said earlier, we, you see these guys on YouTube or famous breakers and you're able to go, you know, meet these guys. Like it was cool to meet, you know, Slabstock Aaron in person and shake his hand. Thank him for coming on our podcast because, you know, you see the stuff that he's doing in his uh, charity night going over a hundred grand. Yeah, I think uh, I'm 192,000. 192,000 worth of stuff. Amazing. And, you know, he's got and he's got big time backers, uh, you know chilling out stuff for charity and it's awesome then he got to come on and he came on our podcast you know and yeah. got to talk about it which was really cool so you know see guys like uh phil hughes from phil's polls like for those who don't know like phil hughes was a former pitcher for the yankees and now he's just he's a card guy and he's got a great youtube channel i, I he does a lot of be- baseball but i actually enjoy watching his channel it's very well done it's you know it's very fun to watch and then you see you know the only the one person that wasn't there that I wish was I know I guess he had some family stuff was Gary V and I'm sure everybody was 
you know, hoping Gary yeah. Vee was going to be there. Uh, I saw a lot of slack for that. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Jeff from from uh, Sports Card Investor. Uh, that's oh, like a yeah, yeah. 50, him and his 4,000 cameras and security. Yeah, I mean, he rolled, or he, he thought it was the president. I mean, yeah, you, you know, everybody's just crowded around him. And it's like, that's one of the biggest things that I heard from like, from like the, the real people was there were so many cameras and there were so many uh, Pelican cases. Like, now that I think about it, yeah. it's like, like, one thing I don't want to do and, and I know it's the age that we're in is, you know, we're not doing this for clout. And I feel that there are some people in the hobby that their oh, goal is not, is not to, you know, take care and love the hobby, but it's more of doing this for show to get followers, to get fans, et cetera, et cetera. Oh yeah. There's, there's, uh, I mean, without a doubt, like I would say, I would say probably half, unfortunately, probably half of the content creators that I see are doing this just for name, fame, recognition. Like it's not about collecting. It's it's about it's about making money and getting and just being like a, a star in the hobby. And I yeah, I I am not a fan of. I like that's cool if you want to chase like fame and fortune and all that stuff but like it's it's a hobby like it's meant to be enjoyed and you're trying to collect what you want it's not about it, yeah not about your face on a wall and i totally agree with that and you know i got to thanks to uh to smash at rip and gypsy um if you know smash go follow rip and gypsy on instagram go follow him on twitter um smashing cards is on twitter so smash is a great dude he took me around and introduced me to a lot of people they're pretty big in the hobby they know, you know, great people. Uh, so I can't thank Smash enough for for introducing me to people. And you know, I you know, a couple of people asked for we talked about the podcast, and it's like, you know, we we do this for fun. It's not like I'm we're not looking to get big and famous. It's because we like talking about sports cards and sports, and, yeah. and and that's about it. Like I'm not looking for for like I can do that in my drag racing life, but about drag race or about sports cards, it's about, you know, things that I love. It's like, that's why I got so off topic at the show. And I ended up getting Muhammad Ali cards instead of, you know, Tom Brady's or something like that. So yeah, uh, yeah I can't, I can't thank smash and gypsy from ripping gypsy enough. They introduced me to a ton of great people. Uh, met the CEO of leaf, um, well, actually, let me, I actually got some cards of some people. So, you know, people who watch this or listen to our podcast, these are great people to, you know, check out their stuff like, uh, signatures for sh soldiers. I don't know if you went by that booth. It was right up almost by, uh, TriStar where the autographs, uh, were happening. So yeah. what they, what they do is they, they kind of get, uh, donation stuff from athletes, from card people, autographs and they auction it off and a hundred percent of the proceeds goes to uh to military vets wounded military vets so that's uh, yeah. something me and Cruz are, are gonna get into with now um because we you know we love supporting uh the military veterans so anything that we can do especially with our platform and professional drag racing you know we're gonna try to go out and sell um we also met uh Isaac aka Ike Rodriguez he did was doing all the the 
the paintings. It was a booth right kind of in the middle. Um, it's called Ike's Art Studio. Amazing artwork. Like it's all hand drawn. I saw a couple people do that. And then Actually, you got. Yeah, thanks to Smash. This is one of uh, Ike's pieces, this Muhammad Ali piece. That's beautiful. It's awesome. It's all hand done. So, and he had like the Jerry, they had the Jerry Rice rookie card that looked dead on. That's all hand painted. Like he had some amazing stuff. So, you know, go to ikesartstudio.com, check him out. Uh, I believe he, let's see, he's on Twitter at Ike Rodriguez, Facebook.com backslash Ike dot Rodriguez on Instagram, Isaac1967 or uh, Ike's Art Studio. So if you can, Go check out Ike. See, like this is one of his drawings. It's just, it, it's amazing. So, if you I've like stuff that. like that, you know, artists like that, support them, especially in the hobby. For sure. Did you? Um, what all did you end up getting from the national? I only got a couple things. I was I was pretty gun shy on on buying, but I really wanted you to get that Ric Flair auto. I, I wanted to to also, I was kind Either of that or crack yours and have him sign it while you were there. So here's where I messed up. So once again, thanks to Smash. So Smash introduced me to Donis Pool, who's one of the managers at TriStar. So TriStar is the people that put on the autographs. You know, Ric Flair, Hogan, Ray Lewis, everybody who was there this weekend, and and Donis was like, he's the key guy of getting these athletes or, or entertainers in, doing the autographs and getting them out. So if I would have, Smash goes, well, if I would have known, it was, I would have been able to uh, to get it to him, get him autographed. I went, damn, I wish I would have, you know, thought about that earlier. It, it yeah. didn't even cross my mind. Um, but yeah, you know, that Ric Flair auto was, it was high. I kept walking back and forth and looking at it and trying to get a read on the guy of, of trading or cash because he wanted – so it was a Ric Flair auto PSA three with an auto 10 and he wanted three K for it would do trades, but wanted more vintage than modern. Yeah. He did the same thing with me. Um, that's actually where I got my, my tiger woods, uh, the 96 SI for kids, tiger woods was from that guy. He, he loved his vintage stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but he was very, very picky on what he was, what he would take in trade. So the, the only vintage stuff I would have had was my Hank Aaron. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not sure. He seemed like he was kind of a obscure vintage mm -hmm. and then Michael Jordan, obviously, mm -hmm. but it was like, he had a lot of Kareem's Lou Alcindor, um, MJ's 80, uh, 86 flare and the star 84 star 85 star. Speaking of MJs, have you ever seen so many MJs before? I sent like, you that. Did I show you that picture of all the tens in that mm -hmm, display case? Mm -hmm. It was like fifteen ten PSA tens in that display case, and it was. Just like, it seemed like absurd. every every table had, had some sort of eighty six Flair MJ. Oh yeah, everybody had one, which makes me think about like, you know how how iconic that card is, but at the same time. Why is the value so high on something that literally is owned by everybody? And there's Correct. 
forty thousand of them in the pocket. Agreed. Agreed. Like I don't know if you saw that uh, the Zion base prism PSA ten is over eighteen thousand on the pop count now. Yeah, I mean it's it's like the Lucas now. I think they're just so high. It's like why why even why even collect them anymore? There's just there's no point. I mean, yeah, I get it if you're like new and you know that's something that you like modern players and you're like oh, I, I want to get in on this. I want to collect some of that. That's cool. But then you use it to kind of upgrade and transition to kind of what, what you like to do and what you find more attractive in your collection. Yeah. And I kind of found that. So I'm not a big, you know, you're way more experienced at, at wheeling and dealing and trading than I am in the sports card world. Um, but I feel like that's, that's how you get to where you want to go so like if you have let's say your end goal is that contenders brady auto like mm-hmm. you, you buy small and you you trade and build and trade and build and trade and build till you can get to that point so you're you're not just like shilling out 20 grand to to buy something you're oh, over yeah. time it takes it i mean it yeah. takes a while but it's it's trading your way up to what you want to get yeah, I mean, don't don't get me wrong. It's not like you can just walk into this hobby and just start, you know, shelling out money. I mean, you very well can, but you're going to lose more money if you just start just shelling out things just because you want stuff. Um, I, I, it, I hear it from other people that, like, you got to take your repetitions. Like, you got you to gotta make the trades. You got to make the deals. You got to know when to buy, know when to sell take the repetitions sometimes you're going to lose sometimes you're going to win but that's that's ultimately how you build up your pc and build mm-hmm. up your collection to get, eventually get the cards that that are like hallmarks of your collection for sure like i like i had a chance to to get a black refractor lebron um last year for like 13,000 13,500 is what the guy wanted and I wanted to be at 13,000 and I passed on it and I regretted it because now I had to put rebuy in at 26 so it's like mm. it it's it and I had to work my way up to get there too it's not like I just sat on what I had and all of a sudden I had 26 I had to essentially grind my way up to get to to be able to buy that card again and it's it's something that I think some of these young guys may not realize is, yeah, you got to do the reps. You got to be patient sometimes, but don't be afraid to, you know, take a chance if you really believe in something and see how it works out. Um, and don't you're gonna kick yourself. early. Yeah. You're going to kick yourself if you, if you try to buy in on something and then all of a sudden, or if you're going to kick yourself, if you, if you don't buy in on something, Yes. And then when it spikes, you're like, man, I wish I would have done that because that's when you truly, because you had that opportunity and you missed the opportunity. Yeah. And you it's, know? it's no different. Like me seeing that Patrick Mahomes card that I had and yeah, just limited authenticated was worth 10 grand. And I sold it for $89 back in 2017. Right. So right. to see that, you know, hurts. I mean, we all hurts. miss but we, yeah, we all make mistakes, and I was getting back into it, not really knowing what I was doing. Um, and, and some things, it's all about time and research and looking into things. Like, you know, I bust, I bought a box of uh, 2003 SP Authentic Football a while ago, and I think the box was like 180. dollars 
and when you think of you know the 2003 rookies i mean it's not you know it's not an all-star class it's got some people here and there but i ended up pulling uh troy palomalu rookie card out of uh, 2200 so i was like oh man that's pretty cool and then look into it you know if these things are if this is psa 10 it's a 2900 card yeah so yeah. So, you know, it's all about doing research on certain things. And, you know, not all cards are heavy hitters. Some cards that you think that are going to be, you know, monsters are not. But, you know, sometimes that's the ones you like to collect. Or, you know, you had people with with the, the million-dollar collection or the people with the dollar box collection. But it's mm-hmm. just like what you like to do. Yeah, I mean, there's there's some like purists. I will call them purists in the hobby who are that I saw there who would like legit like they don't care about investing. They truly mm. just care about collecting. And like I, I love that because that's that's truly what the hobby's about. And it's these people who, who just you know they pick up stuff, they collect stuff, and you know if they find something that some other collector has. And they're like, they want to help them out. So like sure. the, the best example I can give you is the last trade night, Saturday night, which you missed out on. You should have stayed. Well, I'm um, sorry. Three and a half hour drive home. It's okay. It doesn't matter. You should have got home at three in the morning. <laughs> I got home at three in the morning and my hotel was, you know, 150 feet away. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so at the trade night, this guy um, on Instagram, he had two 2017 aaron donald um blue shimmers and aaron donald is your pc yeah that's my pc so i so anything aaron donald rookie anything aaron donald short print i i pc it so but he was a huge detroit lions collector and Mm -hmm. he would he's someone i would consider a purist in the hobby he traded me these cards I'm going to be honest. I didn't know the value on them. They looked cool. I was something I've never seen before. Blue shimmer. I didn't really think anything of it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was more, I think what the pictures he sent me were like blue. I thought they were blue velocity, which isn't really expensive. It's no. just, it's a short print. Yeah. Um, so I traded him. I had like, I had a Kevin Jones, like four color patch, um, game worn Jersey piece. So I traded him that, um, a Ty Johnson optic hollow rookie. And I had like 150 panini, panini points, which anybody can use panini points. For sure. So I traded in that and I get the cards back and, you know, it was a nice thing because like we didn't really care about values and it was something that like for me, I got a card in my PC that I wanted and he got cards in his PC that he wanted. And it would, it, it we didn't have to look up comps. We didn't look up comps and try to figure out, oh, what's worth what. It was just purely about helping each other out, building their PC, and and really just enjoying the hobby. And I love that. And then when I got home, I took the cards out to take pictures of them. And I I just I looked at the back of them and I saw they're both out of nine. The blue shimmer is out of nine. So he gave me uh the blue shimmer eight out of nine and the blue shimmer nine out of nine so for aaron donald his number being 99 and getting the blue shimmer nine out of nine is a pretty good. sick card it's i'm gonna keep dope. that one yeah. but there's another aaron donald collector um boys up front on instagram he collects all the o-line d-line greats um i'm actually just gonna send him one just because i have two copies 
So I'm yeah. just going to send in my other blue eight of nine, just because like, I'd rather it go to someone who cares about it. I don't really care about the value. It's just, it's a cool card to have and I wanted him to have it. So it was nice to just see the purist and the love of the mm -hmm. hobby back, which I think something that kind of got lost in the past few months. Yeah. And one of the things that I, you know, I saw at different tables to tables, it was kind of, you know, everybody, everybody checks comps when they go up. You know, oh yeah, for sure. I'm one of those guys like, Hey, if this is what you want for, I'm going to look at it. If I, if I'm not going to even check comps, I'm just going to look at it and be like, it's worth it or it's not. Like if it's something that I want, I'll pay you for it. I mean, it's your, it's your card. I'm going to, yeah. I'm, I'm going to pay you for what you want for it because I believe that's how things work. We uh -huh. might, you know, if we can work a deal out some cash trade or, or something like that, we will, but you know, I'm going to give, try to give you as close to what you want as what you want. I'm that's how I feel in this hobby. Like straight, and most guys are are willing to to cut deals for you. Like the first table I went to, I got a, a wrestling card and a Muhammad Ali card. I think I took twenty bucks off of it and basically gave me half off the cards. So I was like, all right, I mean that that's awesome. So you know, most guys in the hobby are, are willing to to deal because it's not for the most part. It's not all about the money. It's about people chasing you. You saw everybody from you know kids who were probably you know six seven years old wheeling and dealing at tables to to guys in their 80s trying to finish sets of 1950 yeah, i mean they were walking around with their walker and they were still trying to finish their trying set. to finish I mean, 1952 you know the top, <laughs> top baseball set. set yeah and one thing like you can't you know go away from there's a lot of women in the hobby. People, they there don't is. get a lot of rec recognition, but there's a lot of women in the hobby that are are super smart when it comes to wheeling and dealing, very knowledgeable when it comes to the card game, some of the best breakers, and then, you know, just some of the best hustlers. Like, and they know their products. Like, I saw there was a video going around Twitter of some guy kind of like treating a girl kind of like crap when they were wheeling and dealing with some cards and, and you you got to realize that some of these chicks know way more than like like I do coming up, you know, trying to do something. So, mm -hmm. you know, you treat everybody with respect. You know, there's you see a lot of guys like when the little kids come up to the table. And, and one kid was like six years old. He's like, "Hey, uh, what do you would you be interested in buying these?" And the guy looks at him and he goes, "What do you want from?" And they're like two three thousand dollar cars. I'm like. I'm I'm 30 years old. I can't get my hands on on stuff like that. So, so man, you're a, you're a hustler and you're starting young. That's I, I'm I'm proud. I'm proud. Yeah, yeah. No, there's there are definitely a ton of kids who I mean they were wheeling dealing base cards all the way up to. I saw a kid who was like 12 years old who had a Mbappe purple refractor PSA 10, and I'm like, Ooh. Lord, Ooh. yeah. And then I'm like, dude, this this guy's a G like I can't imagine, you know, being at his age and then working my way up, you know, if I was 12 years old and I had 15 more years in this hobby, yeah, what I could, you know, things I could collect and just expand everything. Yeah. You know, it's amazing yeah. to see the passion in these kids eyes and it's, yeah. it's great. It's a great thing to see. And then I can come share this. Like I can come share to everybody now that like, if you really think the hobby is dead, you saw at the national. It is very, very, very much alive. Like this, it, I, I have never been more 
more content and and sure that this hobby is sustainable for the future. Everything from sports cards to sports memorabilia to it's a lot. If you have a if you have a hobby store, you are golden, my man. Yeah. Like, it's not going anywhere anytime soon, no. and it's just going to continue to grow. Now there'll be peaks and valleys like any other thing, but yeah, like you had all this talk before the national, all oh, the hobbies dead, the market's going to crash, the bottom's falling out of it. Ninety six thousand people there this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Right? I, I'd like to see the numbers this week. I hope they post them. It might have been the biggest national ever. Oh, I'm sure it was. Which, which I mean, is amazing. I had to park exactly. a half. I had to park a half mile away and walk. You didn't. You couldn't get in the parking garage. No. Is I. Was, I had to go all the way down to the highway and park in the uh, the park and ride. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but, you know, it wasn't. A, it's not. A, it wasn't a terrible walk, but I had to walk oh across God. the freeway. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> so, no, it Jeez. was. It was great. So tell me about because uh, you went to. You went to, to trade night, to, to Ryan's trade night. Tell me about that. Oh, my God. Uh, I, I didn't get to go to a little bit later. I didn't go when the doors opened. But, like, it was packed when I got there. And, mm-hmm. I mean, it was still flowing in by the time that I left. And I left probably – I left early that night, probably at 10 or 11. But it was just absolutely just – throttled with people like you could barely move through the entire place there were so many people and it overflowed into the lobbies and around the corners and by the restrooms and down the hallways and it was i mean it was just absolutely massive it was it was a i think pj washington was there yeah i mean everybody was at trade night but that like even besides ryan's ryan and and jimmy's trade night Mm-hmm. There were trade nights in the hotel every single night. Like Lowe's was super lit, the, like the entire time at the National. Like that's where most of the, some of the biggest deals I've seen go down. Is and even and like I've seen some like uh, Anthony Laparo. He posted a couple of the cards that he got. He got a Flare Crystal at a one twenty five and at trade night, and it wasn't Ryan's trade night. It was just that hotel trade night. Like it's nuts. And that was kind of, that's the other cool thing about the national is like, we weren't just doing deals at tables. Like, you know, at the end when you and me were, were hanging out and we were trying to do deals with guys just like sitting off on the side of oh, yeah. the walkway, sitting down on our boxes, like, you know, yeah. trying to make deals work. And that was kind of crazy. So it's not like you're not just dealing with dealers. You're, you're dealing with the other people, the other people who are out there watching when like, I think about comic-con, you know, you're going there and you're buying comic books or you're buying memorabilia and you're heading out at, at a sports card collection or convention or sports memorabilia uh, convention. You're buying, selling, and trading with everybody else who's there too. Oh, yeah. Like you're buying, like you'll buy something on Thursday that you'll flip on Friday that you'll sell on Saturday and that you'll buy again on, you know, Sunday. Like mm-hmm. it's. I mean, it's everything just comes and goes, and it's 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 a wild, wild, wild ride. And wild. it's one of the, it's one of those things like you know while you're there, I'm glad it happens at the time it does because think about if it was during like a major, not even sporting event, but let's say the NFL was actually going on. Like if the the Carson Wentz news hit 
you know, that Saturday when I was there and I automatically thought or he, that he got hurt. Not that the surgery came out today, but that I was like, should I start buying Jacob Eason's one? I should have that, that guy that we were sitting with, I probably should have, you know, thought about buying that. Yeah. Um, but no, there was, there were people, there were some people selling Jacob Eason's. There was people mm-hmm. also buying Jacob Eason's when they heard Carson Wentz went down. Absolutely. I mean, news, news flowed fast. And I'm pretty sure like in past Dallas shows, um, when the PSA 10, like I think back in March when the PSA 10 went for like a record sale, everybody was buying the next like PSA 8s, PSA 7s, PSA 6, and then flipping them at the Dallas show mm-hmm. because news like that breaks and it spreads like wildfire. Absolutely crazy. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, it's, it's stock market with sports. Like who, who, yeah. do you, who are you betting on? Who are you betting on? Fast schedule. Who, yeah. Who do you think? It, yeah. It's not, you know, I'm trying to get my dividends now, not wait a year. Like that's yeah. why, that's why quarterbacks are the, the number one bought and traded card. Yep. 100%. Like, and, and you know, you mean squints, Squint Sports Cards had this conversation. Like we're kind of building our collection and our bases off of skill players. Like the quarterbacks are great, but the problem is, is they're either hot or they're cold. And nine times out of ten, they're always cold. Yeah. So when is the skill players? You know, Denard Hopkins. When's he going to get love? You know, Squints is a big Calvin Johnson guy. That's kind of his yeah. PC. He's a he's a Detroit guy like edron james going in the hall of fame this weekend like when's he gonna when's his cards gonna get some love so yep you know i think there'll be a shift sometime now they're never gonna be you know the justin herbert high prices of what they are now i mean they, they no, might but like be. even hall of famers they'll the, like once there's recognition for what the utility of a wider a star wide receiver is to a team or a star running back Mm -hmm. they're gonna the people it's gonna trickle to the hall of fame players so like barry sanders will get bumps jim brown will get bumps walter payton will get bumps like these hall of fame players jerry rice you know calvin johnson these these players who are are superstars hall of fame type players will get the bumps and the recognition they deserve. But I agree with Squints when he was on with us and kind of what he said was another thing that really helps is guys who stay in the spotlight talk and this and yeah. that, like, you know, you when, stay relevant, you stay relevant because you, you have guys that go away and you know, they're great players. Use Edron James as an example. I mean, you don't hear much of Edron except for this weekend going into hall of fame. Right. Uh, his card prices are, are pretty, pretty low, but you know, you get like, Randy Moss or, you know, who's on TV a bunch. Like, um, I don't know. I can't think of somebody. <laughs> I was going to say Nate Burleson, but Nate Burleson was trash. De- <laughs> Who? Dion. Dion. Michael Irvin. Michael, oh, yeah, Michael Irvin. Michael Strahan. The Rock. The Rock. Those big guys. I, there's, guys. I mean, there's some there's some cool cards. And, and that's the thing is, like, Hall of Fame type players, like – Owning one of one, like shield game used shield autos of those players, or even like a ch- sick game used patch with like a grass stain on it, those are legit pieces. Like those, those are those are awesome. And you know, I kind of took that away from this weekend with you. Was you know, I at one point I was buying up cards, uh, patch autos and patches, and not really caring what they were, but. 
switching my focus from this weekend was like patch autos are great. Patches are great, but they have to be game used. That, that is yeah. the, that is the way more rare because they're really hard to come by. Yeah. And like we Bruce. were looking at, we were looking at that Bruce Smith and I was like, Oh man, for that price on that Bruce Smith patch auto, I'm in. And then we looked at it and said, you know, player one. It's just like, man, it ain't nope. working. <laughs> yeah. work. You can pay me two dollars to to take that card, player one. Yeah, it means nothing at that point. No, it, so player player between the difference between player worn and game worn. Game worn, obviously, it's been worn in a game. So it's yeah. some, and, and they'll basically tell you on the back, and then on the back of the card, if it says player worn, like there's a great uh, picture of Darren McFadden. And Darren McFadden is at Panini, and he's got about 40 jerseys on top of himself and just pulling them off because now it's player-worn. Yep. They it's cut terrible. the pieces from, from that, being player-worn. So uh, kind of reshifted my focus on that. I've been looking at, at patch cards a little bit more for a, for a just, while. Justin, Justin got us hooked on those, those just, game yeah. patches, and they'll explode. Which I, realize which I that. thought – Justin did a great job of, you know, he was going after shields, one-on-one shields, like Chris Godwin. Um, who else? Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman. You got a Richard Sherman one-on-one. I about, I about killed him when he didn't take, when he wasn't going to take that LT one-on-one. You saw that one? It was, that's, that the was game amazing. used patch, the amazing. Pat, or the four-color patch auto. He was amazing. about to pass on it. With the lightning bolt. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was about to kill him. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad I just gave him a dirty that, that was amazing. Yeah, that was an amazing card. Like that's yeah. something that's really hard to, you know, turn down. And like I had I used to have an Edron James from Panini One uh of the quad patch auto. Man, the quad patches were cool, but they weren't they were player worn. They weren't game worn. Yeah. Like Yeah, it's the it's just a, it's kinda like yeah. It's it's a Debbie Downer. <laughs> yeah. That's for sure. So next year the the Nationals are what going to Atlantic City? It's at Atlantic City next year. Atlantic City, Jersey. Yeah, I'm going. So what's the? Sarah doesn't what, know it yet, but I'm going. What's the rotation? It's Chicago, Atlantic City. Oh, I might have said it too loud. Uh oh, you're gonna get a shoe in the head. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so it's a so it's Atlant it's Atlantic City. Cleveland, Chicago, is that it? Uh, I can't remember. Okay. One's probably going to be in Las Vegas or something. So that would be dope. Um, I know Smash was was talking about you know trying to get some Midwest guys together and figure out a point. You know, maybe in Indiana, maybe in Ohio, do kind of like a Midwest card show. And, and yeah, I, it would be cool to do that. I know Wisconsin does one. Um, the Wisconsin Dell show. Mm-hmm. It's, it, I heard it was pretty big. Um, that would probably be the biggest one in the Midwest. I don't know if there's, I don't know if there's any other big ones around, around no. here though. No, I mean in Indy, you get the the once a month at the at the La Quinta. Yeah, Hospital, but, but it's, I mean, it's not big. It's okay. yeah. yeah, you're not gonna find anything super crazy, but right, it's not nothing you're gonna find at the National. No, but, the National is. I'm glad it's once a year because it preserves <laughs> just how great it really is. And I think you're going to see more card shows start popping up as, you know, the popularity on this is just beginning to rise. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I see nothing but uh, nothing but this hobby going up from here on out. 
I, I'm really excited. Okay. Smash just sent me a text. Chicago and Atlantic City, the Cleveland venue was shut down. Oh, no. Well, so, Atlantic City then. Indianapolis. Come on, Indianapolis. That would be <laughs> Yeah, Maybe. Maybe. They have, they, they have a big enough place to host it. Oh, it's twice the size of the Chicago one. Plus, yeah. it could be indoors anytime. You can walk from hotel to hotel. I'll tell you this. Hmm. It's also air conditioned. Oh, yeah. That's Don, true. The, the, the convention center, I don't think it was air conditioned. It was warm in there. It was warm and didn't have any Wi Fi. Yep. So, which, oh, which I'm, um, uh, I'm kind of upset because I didn't get to reach out to our guy, Jerry from uh, protectorslabs.com. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I, meant to, I meant to hit him up and I had no like, sign- I messaged him once and I got sidetracked. I couldn't get on Instagram. I couldn't get on anything. Like I could, the only way I could get to you was call, actually call you. Yeah, I know it, it's yeah. Which makes you think it's like, it's harder to get comps and sometimes it's harder to get deals done just because like, you got to try to find like these massive deals. Like you got to really try to pinpoint down the money or the, or the trade. And it's hard to do when you don't have internet. Yeah. And everybody was obviously trying to do the same thing that we were Yeah, all at the same time. <laughs> at the same time. So there's definitely no, there's definitely no service in there. So no, I mean, all in all, that was, it was a really awesome weekend. Something that, you know, I look forward to, I wish Dylan, I, you know, I wish Dylan was able to go with us. I know he's got some stuff going on. So I even called my dad. I was like, Damn, I should have, should have asked if you wanted to come too, because this was, you know, this was pretty, yeah, like, he would have he, he he loved, loved it because it's not just, you know, having never been, I was like, well, it's, it's sports cards. And the first thing you walk in, it's like, it's like baseball gloves from the twenties and thirties or catchers baseball gear. bats. The, Games, baseball bats. Did you get to hold Lou Gehrig's baseball bat? No, no, I did. I didn't look. I really didn't look too much at the memorabilia until I bought. Did I buy that jersey right at the end with you? Yes. Yeah, I bought it for a friend of mine who was in town. Um, but I didn't. I, I didn't get to look at much of the memorabilia, which I kind of regret because I'd love to get some like cheap jerseys that they have, like Kurt Warner autographed mm-hmm. jerseys, DeAndre Hopkins autographed jersey. Like that kind of stuff is sweet and it's great to hang up like behind me, like the Tiger Woods auto I got right here on my flag. It'd be nice to hang some of that stuff up too. I was really taken away by not, I don't want to say how cheap because they're not cheap, but the autograph full scale helmets. Oh yeah. Like 230 bucks for a full scale Rydell. Let's say, let's say New York Jets helmet with X player on it. Yeah. Like even, I, I saw some Jerome Bettis at like 220. Yeah, Jerome Bettis, Jerome Bettis Steelers helmet 220. Uh, Darius Leonard, yeah. OJ OJ Simpson. Yeah, slashing deals, bud. Slashing deals. Yeah, I mean it's the it was it yeah. I like I would say uh, I would truly say like as much as it is cards and it really is a a, a significant portion. There is, there's more for just people who appreciate sports, which I think is so huge in, in the, the, in America is how much we appreciate sports and how much sports and just the, the authenticity of people, the, the stories, the, that you get in sports, how much that truly means to all of us and how we connect a lot of, a lot of what we do through it. Uh, it, there's more. It was more than just sports cards. It was there, it was memorabilia that. Speaking you know, of getting sidetracked for a lifetime. 
you know, I was trying to buy, you know, sports cards, but you know what caught my eye that I started like looking into like, you know, this is a pretty freaking cool was there were guys that had, you know, old game tickets, PSA, like mm-hmm. old boxing fighting tickets or, or Super Bowl tickets or, you know, old baseball. T- I was like, I'm about to go down this path too. They have like, they had a home, uh, a couple Larry Holmes uh, cards and a couple other boxing car, boxing uh, ticket stubs. And I was like, oh, do I want to like, because that's where I kind of was with, I was trying to stay, you know, kind of even with my money and not, I don't want to, you know, spend it all, but I was trying to be smart with it and, you know, weigh things in and out. And I was like, oh man, that like, this is cool, but do I want to spend the money on it right now? Or I mean, or... you got some you got some John Jones signed gloves, which I did. I'm a John Jones guy. Like, I don't care how much coke he does. He was so exciting to watch, and for me, like those those were those were really cool. Yeah, I wish shout I out some. shout out to John Jones for uh, I got two signed UFC gloves. I, I want to get some uh, authentic cocaine put on him though. Just mm. a little it, extra it, in the nose in the snuff box. It smells smells just like it. Yeah, you know? nice and clean. And that was kind of nice clean. <laughs> that was a, that was uh, kind of like what we've been saying. Like it was way more than sports cards. Like you, if you could, if you could think about it, like it was there. Yeah. For sure, like it, uh, uh, even the obscure things that it was there. Watercolor paintings of Tom Brady or or uh, uh, Gretzky or you know, ba- it's one thing that that I find um, that was in sports, big in sports. The Kurt Schilling bloody sock mm-hmm. that would have been cool to see there. Like someone, the Kurt Schilling bloody sock that it was pretty notorious back in the day for. Pretty, pretty. So, to you, to you, what was the what was the the biggest or craziest thing that you saw at the show, Carter memorabilia wise? <clears throat> what do you mean big biggest? I mean the craziest thing is that thirty million dollar LeBron um, James, like the the LeBron rookie logo man. I was like, mm-hmm. that can't be real. Is that so, really real? Yeah. And then like, I saw it and I was like. That's easily the the biggest sports card ever, without a doubt. The guy standing there, they just didn't make them for anybody else. No, uh, the guy standing there, he goes, "Hey, you want to stand next to a thirty million dollar card?" I was like, "Uh, yeah, yes, please." (laughs) Um, And then uh, SGC, who was it? Uh, Had that Hornus Wagner. Yeah, the Hornus Wagner three. The nineteen nineteen oh nine. Now that card's only it sold as a PSA two for three point. 3.7, 3.7 or 3.5 million. Yeah, they think it's going to be a significant portion more, but it it doesn't matter. Whenever that, whenever that LeBron logo man goes to go to goes to sale, oh, it'll trump anything. That'll be that'll be the trump for the next ever. Because there's just nothing that's going to be better than that. Now I have no idea. It's because I'm not a baseball fan. Who is Hornus Wagner? Horace Wagner, baseball player. I'm not big into baseball, vintage not, baseball. But it's just old. I think they were out of old cigarette packs. So, and those were like the first trading cards out of cigarette packs, and that's where they came from. So that's probably why it's just because it was the first. 
That would make sense. Um, we saw a couple uh, Babe Ruth autos. Saw a couple Babe Ruth baseball autos. That's to me. That's kind of dope. I'm not a I'm not a big baseball guy, but to see like a Babe Ruth or the Mickey Mantle jersey that was autographed was pretty freaking cool. Yeah, yeah. I saw a um, uh, for kind of the modern people, Adrian Peterson game used autographed jersey. That was pretty nice to see. I think yeah, I wanted like six K for it, which is probably pretty accurate for a game used jersey Minnesota Vikings. But I mean I mean that was pretty cool to see. Uh, was there anything that we saw that was super ra- rare at the at the show? Everything we saw, we saw was super everything rare. that was super rare. Like the, the Patrick Mahomes NT one one shield auto was there that got sold I, the first day. I got to hold a Lou Gehrig baseball bat that he used. A yeah. freaking Lou Gehrig baseball bat. Like Mickey yeah. Man- like I just said, Mickey Mantle's jersey that he was wearing and he autographed it. Um, yeah. you know, we saw countless amounts of game used NFL memorabilia. Um, you know, gloves, obviously jerseys, the- helmets, gloves, jerseys, helmets, uh, the look. The LeBron, so is the LeBron 101, is that a, is that a game use patch? I'm not sure. It I would, would have assume to it is, but I I mean, even player worn, it's a logo, man, and it's the only one that's ever made. Yeah. Like, it's the only one. Yeah, so it was, that show, if you are, if you are ever, if you're into sports, it's something that you have to go to. Uh, not, just, not just going you don't have to you don't have to bring money you don't have to be uh go to appreciate it yeah go to appreciate the love of sports the love of sports memorabilia yeah like stuff like that so everything ooh. you love about sports is what that shows all about. so the the japanese uh shoni otani tops chrome card uh phil hughes bought it yeah so that that's it was signed in japanese too that's sweet. So that's pretty. That's pretty dope. So shout out to Phil for doing that. Yeah, that's um, one thing. Okay, Debbie Downer of the show, and ever. Um, I'm not surprised by it, but the Debbie Downer is probably how stingy some of these dealers are. Even on Saturday, they were pretty stingy on some of these these cards, um, these higher end cards. Mm-hmm. And now, mostly it's because they probably bought in at the peak and they just don't want to sell at a loss. Not so. not willing to 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 wheel and deal as much. Like when I think of and I, I go back unless and you just, unless you have like stuff that's just as valuable in trade, they don't want to they they just don't want to deal with it. Yeah. Because when I when I go back and I think because I can only compare it to Comic Con, uh once you get to let's say Saturday or Sunday, you know, you're you're wheeling and dealing and moving. Like you're trying to, yeah. you're trying to go home. Like this weekend, we're we're going to race in Norwalk, Ohio, and we're taking a bunch of merchandise with us. Like, like I I told Cruz, like you know, about halfway through the day, everything's fifty percent off, and we're I'm not taking any of this crap home. I'm trying to get some money, and we're gonna get out of there. So, you know, I saw that too. Like, you would go to some tables, even when I was with you there are guys who are willing to trade and guys who are willing to really not care like that. The Kobe, like that guy wanted nothing of that, of your LeBron auto. Yeah. Well, just because he doesn't like 
LeBron. Yeah, yeah, and and you know that's that's part of that's personal. Like you just don't have an a, a, a fiction to that. Like I'm really not interested. In all honesty, I'm really not interested in much Michael Jordan stuff. Mm-hmm. So like I sold my Michael Jordan before the show. I do. I am I going to get one later on? Probably, but like. I think it's just more or less because I've collected all the goats. I probably should have one in my collection, but for me, like Michael Jordan just doesn't do it for me. Yeah. Just, as much as, as much as he is, you know, the, the one of the greatest of all time in basketball, the greatest of all time in basketball, it, it just doesn't do it for me for a collecting purpose, but that's just me. Okay. Uh, my Debbie Downer, the show, scumbags stealing cards oh god did you see that right at the end it was so you and me were there he must have just got caught as you and me were either walking to ryan's table or had just left ryan's table because ryan got a video of it because he left like after you and me were doing deals with that guy in the corner yeah um he had just left and it i think it just happened there so for people who haven't who haven't seen it or who aren't in the hobby, so there was a guy who got caught. He was going table to table, going through dollar boxes, five dollar boxes, just not big slab cards, but he was like looking at them and stashing them in his book bag. Yeah, and it says all throughout the show that there are officers in plain plain clothes, uh, and th- I mean there were officers who were suited and booted up there too. But this dude finally got caught and, you know, you get caught in the hobby doing something like that. And the video shows it like you have hundreds of people standing around. You're going to get shamed. I mean, he, he, oh, made yeah. your video, your video is going to be all over Facebook when they, when they prosecute you and they take your picture, your pictures are going to be all over Instagram. Like people are going to know who you are and you're, you're never going to be able to get recover from that. In the hobby. He may, he this may have stole. I heard it was about seven hundred dollars worth of, of yeah, cards. Yeah, six six seven hundred dollars worth. It was, it was all like dollar, yeah, five dollar, ten dollar stuff. But you know, don't the, don't do it. Don't yeah, don't be a scumbag. So at least, okay, yes. so, so smash smash chimed in. So he was finally caught trying to steal a baseball, like idiot, bro. Like, and I believe he was wearing a badge. I, it wasn't a dealer badge, but maybe it was like VIP or super VIP yeah. or something like that. But freaking scumbags, man. That's why, you know, it, it's being in the world of, I'm in and racing is everybody's, you know, you know, kind of worried about getting stuff stolen with, you know, tools or something like that when we're out the racetrack. And I, I, I would expect, you know, card vendors to kind of be the same thing. Like you got to have eyes in the back of your head. And, and some of these guys, you know, are, are very, I don't want to say careless, but they're very trusting of the customer when they take it out of the case and let you hold it or take pictures of it or, or, or spin it around or whatever. Um, so, you know, stuff like that happens. Like at the Dallas show, that guy tried to steal a one-on-one. Was it Luca or was it yeah, one-on-one Luca auto? It's like, what are you going to, how are you going to move that? Congrats on stealing it. Like, People are going to know as soon as it goes up for sale. Yeah, you're never, you're going to have to, it just doesn't mean, just don't be a scumbag. Yeah, yeah, uh, point proof, don't don't be a scumbag. If you stole my car, you probably would get hurt. Like, 
they were very, very nice to this gentleman. Um, once, they, they, yeah, like if it was anybody else, he probably would have been put unconscious. Yeah, uh, yeah. Don't be especially a, if it's if it's you know if you're stealing a a one on one Lugato or something, even something like that. I mean, someone's gonna get beat up. Yeah. So, um, we'll take a quick second and gotta thank. Our sponsors, as normal, didn't I didn't get to actually meet our guys at at, uh, at the Nationals, but we got to thank them. So, you know, Slab Savers, protectyourslabs.com. Uh, use Dream Three to get ten percent off your order. I was carrying around my slab case in yep. my book bag. I was too. It was, you know, they're worth every penny. So go get one. All my stuff is protected. And we are ready to go at all times. So thank those guys. Go check out protectyourslabs.com. Got all kinds of deals going on. Plus, you got to use our promo code. Yep. And, and if you have to ship anything, go to gradedchip.com, graded card solutions. Use code DREAM15 for, for 10, 15% off. Graded uh, card great so, for shipping cards. I actually just did it today. Dude, so. I so I I love using this now because yeah. I'm so I'm so paranoid about the post office yep. and the post office will get my stuff smashed. And if you've never used, so it's not just a cardboard box. So um, it has uh, another cardboard piece. I have one back there, but I haven't put it together that it protects the slab or, you know, whatever card you have in it. So even if this thing gets crushed or run over and they have a great video of them running over, over this box with the car yeah, and it with it. Yeah. Nothing will happen. So, you know, the worst thing you can do is sell something on eBay and it gets smashed or broken or whatever. So make the investment, you know, maybe charge a little bit more on your card, but, you know, gradedship.com. Use yep. it. Use 100%. it for sure. So can't thank, those, can't thank those guys enough. And, you know, that's kind of one thing about our podcast is, you know, we didn't like, we didn't actively go out, kind of like go out and, you know, solicit sponsors. We're, we're out here to help guys sell their products and get more yeah. stuff out there. It's, for, it's stuff we believe in and stuff that yeah. we use every day. It's not something yeah. that, it makes we, money for us. It's not about that. It's heck about, no. We, we helping we each other out. Yeah. We ain't making no money off this. We're just out here helping everybody else. Cause that's what the hobby's about. That's right. I'm oh. just trying to be quiet so I don't wake up my baby. So, Ooh, so, <laughs> all right. You got anything else to kind of wrap us up? Um, Football starting. Let's give a little preview for next week's episode. So number one, Carson Wentz. He wasn't seeing ghosts. He's seeing a surgeon because his foot's in pieces. That's what's happening. <laughs> My heart hurts. So we're gonna have to. How's that eleven and seven record? <laughs> it's, it's Jacob Jacob Eason to the top or Gardner Minshew to the Colts. We're gonna figure that out. Hey, I'm just telling you right now, Dak Prescott. That's all I have to say. He's hurt too. So. It doesn't. I'm not worried about a shoulder. Yeah, I think next uh, next week, um, next week we'll work on trying to get my man D Bland on, a former uh, writer for the I Washington like Red, former writer for the Washington Redskins, currently covering the New Orleans Saints. He's got his own podcast. Big football guy, very knowledgeable. Um, I think we'll bring him on as a guest, and you know, finally. Football starts this weekend. The Hall of Fame game is this weekend. I am I so excited. I'm, I'm so, so ready. I'm so juiced for football. Like football that, stuff is 
it, it that was the biggest that's one of the biggest things that was at the national people were buying tons of football and i love it yes i love it because i don't know, i don't know basketball i the only basketball that i know is jordan lebron and then everybody from the last year's class because of how popular it was baseball there's way too many players and i can't get involved in Football, I could tell you just about any football player from 1970, 1950, 19 whatever till now. And I could give you because that's what I live and breathe. So when football is on, football just makes my life better. I don't care if it's preseason, I don't care if it's a playoff game. Football just makes me happy. That's oh yes, it does. It makes so, let's be honest, it makes all of America happy. Football, so football is America. So hopefully, you know, we'll get Dylan back on. We'll get we'll get D Bland on, and we'll talk about some football. And I'm sure we'll get we'll rile each other up and talk about all kinds of things because you know, it's only what the first week at camp, and there are people getting hurt left and right. Yeah, I did pick up a Baker Contenders auto. I saw that. I know. So, I didn't think I'd go Baker's Baker, but yeah. like, how can he lose? With the team that's that he has, that's what I'm saying. Like, like I, on paper, that team, that team is the best on paper team in the league. I couldn't believe nobody wanted to make offers on my Baker. Like, it's out of 25 Prism Auto. Yeah, I it, well, here's what's gonna happen. It's it's gonna whatever whatever didn't happen at the show. The hype is starting to come. That's well, sure. I, I'm fine with that. It's it's kind of like my Tua thing. Like if Tua. Or Sam Darnold. Like, you know, I don't like Sam Darnold, but I believe in his first couple games. Like, his first game is against the Jets. I believe in the Panthers way more than I believe in the Jets. But do you believe in the Zach Wilson miracle? No, not, not with the team around him. Are you kidding me? I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, I, I believe, I mean, the Panthers are a better team. But sure. is, is Sam Darnold going to be the guy? Zach Wilson's another Doug Flutie. I I mean it very well could be I don't know he may he may come into this and set the entire organization on fire he might but it's kind of like making pretty so I don't like making real prediction like Jacob Eason you know he's gonna play uh, he's he's more likely gonna be the starter for the Colts um, but until I see him and like I don't take what he does in practice or training was camp he, was or, he in North Dakota no uh, Jacob Eason was from Washington Washington. Okay. Big guy sounds like his downfalls are decision making. And oh. so I don't know. We'll see. Backups Sam Ellinger from Texas, rookie. You I know, like he, that guy. He's a gamer. He's a gamer. Um, they brought in Brett Hundley, former Cardinal, as a vet. But you know, they, they're going to because he's a veteran. Well, they also they did that when it, they announced that Wentz had the foot injury. Probably then because they, have, they were concerned of long-term. They have another quarterback on the roster that I'm not sure who he is. But all signs are pointing to bringing in another veteran. So, obviously, you know, Brett Hundley or the other guy that I can't really name is probably going to get released. A veteran comes in. I've heard Gardner Minshew. I've heard Nick Foles. Nick Foles is not – because he's a third-string quarterback for the Bears. The Bears want to move him. I mean, if they can move him for cheap, cheap, yeah, they probably will. I don't, I don't want that drama here. Um, Gardner. Well, I mean, Nick Foles, Frank Wright, Jimmy G. 
<laughs> no, there's there's all kinds of things that could you yeah. know could happen that way, and we're only second week in the camp. That's true. I don't know. Hall of Fame That's game true. starts this weekend. Preseason football starts. I love preseason because I love the guys trying to make make the roster. We only get what three weeks of preseason this year. Yeah, is Hard Knocks this year? Hard Knocks is this year. They are with. I don't know. That's a good, that's a good question. There is Hard Knocks, and I I don't think it's the Cowboys. Uh, but I've been watching those on YouTube. I've been watching the old Cowboys, the old Raiders. Um, the bad thing is that like. Half the good teams that I kind of want to watch. It is the Cowboys. Watch. It's the Cowboys this year? Yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. I mean, that'll be awesome. You're going to get a lot of Dak. You're going to get a That's lot of That's right. Team. I told you Dak, baby. <sighs> I did make a move. I bought a Dak Prescott at the show. But you moved it, didn't you? I did. I traded it for a Tiger Woods patch auto. <laughs> a, a tournament-worn patch auto. I th- out of 25. I think that's a better move. Well, that's because I that's the only thing I wanted at the show, and I didn't get it until the last day. So I was like, uh, yeah, just give me that. Now that, I'll move something else, maybe get Dak, but I don't know. Yeah. We'll so hard knocks, hopefully starting soon. Get to watch it. Um, yeah. Preseason football, hopefully don't jack up the field. So uh, the Hall of Fame Shrine is Friday and Saturday, so it's two days this year because I guess – Got to do last year's class too. Oh yeah. So Who, who's the Hall of Fame game? Oh, good question. Hall of Fame game. We need like a we we need a young Jamie like from uh, like on Joe Rogan to look all this stuff up. Yeah, we need a we need a producer to to give us these these insights. It is the Steelers. Is it the Steelers? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's the Cowboys and the Steelers. Oh, so Dak gonna be on? <laughs> you know, Dak ain't gonna he, play. He game. won't be on there, but yeah. we probably will see our first look at um, uh, what's his yeah. name? The running ben, back from Alabama who got drafted to the season. Oh, Najee. Yeah, Najee will be the. We'll probably get his see his first reps. He looks like a monster in camp. Seeing yeah. some videos, we'll get to see his first reps. We'll get to see um. Uh, the the linebacker that the Cowboys drafted from Penn State. Mm-hmm. What was his name? I, I know who you're talking I can't think of his name right off the bat, but he's the guy. He, he wanted to be a Cowboy. He's been a Cowboy fan his entire yeah. life. He opted out of the uh, of the season. Um, but we'll see. Like Vander, I was a big fan of Vander Esch, but he's yeah. he's hurt too much. I believe Sean Lee retired. Yeah. They, like, um, they still have Jalen Smith. Still have Jalen. I think is I think Jalen is playing Sam, and I think Layton's playing Will. Will, yeah. But I think it's a good linebacking core. I their their problem is their secondary. Their secondary are actual just like little children out there because they can't run. They don't know how to play defense. Their secondary is trash. You light them up. So that's why. Which is great because that just means Dak's going to have to continue to keep playing and throwing the ball. He has to throw five thousand yards. He has yeah. to. So that's part of it. But uh yeah, we'll wrap yep. it up there. Um so good show. We'll get on next week. We'll try yep. to have uh D Bland on as a guest. Hopefully Dylan's back in our life. Um but yeah. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. bail on us again. Uh <laughs> much love to Dylan. But you know, great time at the card show. You know, follow us like always. You can follow us on the Facebook page, the Dream Three Podcast. 
at on Facebook. You know, our personal Twitters, Doughboy Sports Cards One, or for you, it's you know, Doughboy SC One. They couldn't do that, but Instagram. My, just follow me on Instagram, Doughboy Sports yeah. Card One on Instagram. My personal Instagram, you know, Showtime Forty Three CC, or the Sports Card page, Showtime Sports Cards. My Twitter, you know, the whole shebanga bang. The YouTube page, like. Yep subscribe and people need to start tuning in liking sharing because we're going to do some giveaways i've got some stuff for us to do some i can do some giveaways i got some giveaways so we're going to start thinking of uh how to do some giveaways Um, we should we should make uh shirts we can make shirts or we can make some awesome cards that are autographed to give away like who doesn't love Jim Otto from the Raiders PSA 10 out of 49 or Lenny Moore Hall of Famer or Raymond Barry Hall of Famer like I found some stuff man you can give away those John Jones signed gloves to me nope 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 <laughs> I know I should have picked some up at the show nope, nope. but Tommy all wants right. these. I'll tell you, Tommy wants these. So yeah, I know. All right, good show. We'll uh, we'll talk again next week. Keep tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Peace.